Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Unfortunately, we've run out of time today. Whatever it means for you in your club, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Welcome to another episode of We'll Talk About That Later, a podcast about football. I said another episode. I don't really know what the number is. 95, maybe? No, I think, I think, I think you're that. I think you're a bit uh yeah, I think you're a bit off there. 97 potentially. 97 but already. We're in the 90s. Um That went quick. <laughs> I Man. think um I think I could be wrong. Oh, I, I don't even know, but we're, we're approaching two-year anniversary, or we're past it. It is 95. This month. Oh, it's 95. It is 95. <laughs> see, I was just testing Junior. Yeah, <laughs> we were all testing. The 97 shout was just, you know, see what's going on. Yeah, just to see if I'm awake in it. But no, uh, it is this month, two years, that we are a podcast. So congrats, guys. Congrats. Woo! Let's do the round of applause, which is... <laughs> no, that's the laugh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the round of applause. Love that. Oh, well, listen, well, for the people who are thinking, why has he pressed the wrong button? Because we got new equipment and yeah, he, doesn't know, right. he doesn't know which button's what at the moment. <laughs> we upgraded. We upgraded. <laughs> yeah, this is all a learning curve. I have no idea what's going on, but uh, we'll roll with it, basically. Um, how are you guys? I mean, I've been better, to be honest. Okay. I know well, we'll we're going to get into that. Yeah, we're going yeah, to we'll get into that. that. But, but how are you generally? Genuinely, I'm good actually. I mean, I'm absolutely knackered. Two nights out in a row. Ah, uh, jeez, okay. Right, Friday went out with the girls, Shoreditch. You know, that's always a wild one. <laughs> then I had um, a red carpet themed party. Ooh, hey, right, time's on the red work, carpet. You yeah. guys know. We'll talk about that later. But okay, I. It was a good. It was a good event. I saw a couple of people from work. Okay. Had red carpet though. Red carpet had to dress up and everything. Mad. Oh, it was good. That's what. Yeah. You, okay. Yeah. You, mm. right. If you follow Tanya, you know. Yeah. Which brings me to a good point. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. That's at WTATL official. And subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify and anywhere else that there are podcasts. Mark, <laughs> how are you? He <laughs> 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 <It> looks shook. <laughs> I thought you were saying, like, go on, bring <laughs> us forward in the agenda. I'm thinking, bro, what agenda? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, Just how are you? No, I'm good, I'm good. Um, I had a week off last week, so my Ooh. energy levels are a bit 
you know, they're, they're a bit better than they usually renewed. are. Renewed. Mm-hmm. Obviously back at work this week, but we don't let work stop the podcast grind, so we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a fair bit to talk about. Obviously, the season is a couple of weeks away from kicking off, or a week and a half, actually, because Arsenal crazy. are Friday. Friday night. Yeah, Friday. Arsenal, oh Brentford. Um, you home or away? That's a good question. Good question. <laughs> um, so the season kicks off in a week a and way, a half. To be fair, I think it's away. This week, if you listen to us last week, um, we had a bit of a freestyle episode. Mm-hmm. Same again this week. And then next week, we're coming at you with a season preview. Yep. Yeah. Perfect timing. It is away, just to confirm. We'll be at Brentford's new stadium. I, thought, I don't even know what it's called. But but um, Abdi can't be with us today. But oh wait, yeah. Uh, Abdi cannot be with us today. He is uh, on a hot date <laughs> with Danielle. Big up, Danielle. Now he didn't uh, want us. Okay, <laughs> you know, you know. I'm, I'm just gonna put it out there. He's coming for you. Yeah, he's coming. <laughs> he's for really coming for you. Now listen, he didn't want us to tell the people. Oh, okay. So Shh. if you are a friend or if you follow Abdi, go into his DMs right now or message him. And just ask him how his hot date with Danielle went. No, we'll hear all about it next week. Yeah, no, but I want <laughs> the people to interact with Abdi. Oh, yeah, that would be brilliant. <laughs> I'm sure he'll love it. <laughs> all right. Uh, without further ado, let's get straight into the action. Um, let's start with the hot topic of the moment. Mr. Doesn't want to turn up for work. Mm-hmm. Harry Kane. Yeah, mad, isn't it? Absolutely mad. Do you know what? When it all broke... I can't lie to you. I was actually gutted because I did not expect that from Harry Kane. How many times have I said Harry Kane's not the type of person that will down tools, not turn up for training? I thought that's not in his character to do that. But when I heard the news, I was like, wow, Mm. like this is actually mad for you not to turn up to training. I can't lie. I'm angry about it because I don't care who you are. You're still contracted to Tottenham Hotspur. You should still respect the fans. You should still respect the club. And you should do that by turning up to training. What What do you make of the people who kind of give him uh, like leeway because mm. of the air quote gentleman agreement, mm. gentleman's agreement he has with Levy? That's the thing. Like, I can understand his side as well. Don't get me wrong. Like, Harry Kane, he did sign that contract thinking the club was going in the right direction. And I think he was given a lot of false promises by Daniel Levy. My personal view, I think Kane wanted to leave from Champions League final. That's just me being really? honest. Yeah, I genuinely think he so was why done. Would he, why would he sign a new contract? Because again, he was given false promises. We signed Jose Mourinho. So he thought, okay, we've got a serial winner in now. This is it kind of thing. And he maybe yeah. thought that Levy was going to sign top players. Obviously, we, we didn't end up doing that. Mm. But the flip side of that is Kane has had opportunities to win trophies as well. And I know... The Champions League final, we can't really count that. And maybe the League Cup final just gone. He was fresh from injury. But he has had opportunities. Mm. So so what, what are the... So you're talking about the league and what else specifically? What do you mean? Like, obviously, like... Was it 2017? No, no you, you, I, saw, I saw something earlier. You raise a really good point. Mm-hmm. So I can't... I wouldn't be able to name you when... Exactly when each of these were. You know, you've got the Champions League final and the League Cup final that you mentioned... Um, but the league he's, he's in 2017 and the league and when he mm-hmm. put the picture of the lions up yeah. mm-hmm. um, and came third, which was a bit mad. Um, <laughs> but sorry, didn't mean to, to <laughs> dig there. That don't, one, that don't. one just that one just flew out. Um, <laughs> so I saw something earlier. I saw a graphic earlier. He's played in four mm-hmm. cup finals for Tottenham: zero goals, zero assists. Oh, yeah. that's crazy! Yeah. Um, is it? Does it annoy you that um, 
No, because I'm I'm the same as Junior, you know, we're just outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Does it annoy you that, you know, he says he wants to leave to win things, but when he's had the chance to win things with Spurs, mm-hmm. he hasn't really shown up? That's a good yeah, question. Yeah, it, it is a bit frustrating, I'm not going to lie. And there's, there's quite a few Spurs fans that have actually said, you know what, he's not a big game player. I don't necessarily agree with that, but you can make that case judging by the things that you've just said, the the facts are out there. He's not shown up in these big, big games. But I don't think the team has shown up either. I so d- it's a I difficult think, one. I think that's a bit harsh. You can't say he's not a big game player because he scored in North London Derby. No, that's what I'm he saying. scored against Liverpool. He scored against Man United. And all this... You know, Thierry never really scored for us in a, in a cup final as well. Yeah. So it, it, yeah. It's, it's just one of those things that kind of just happens. And mm. that's what I'm saying. And I just think... The whole team hasn't performed in these big moments. I mean, that yeah. that Man City League Cup final, that that was the most shocking performance w- I've ever wouldn't seen. Wouldn't you put that down to uh, Ryan Mason? Well, yeah, that that is probably a big <laughs> factor in why we lost that game. But um, I'm just saying the team overall wasn't good. So you can't just pinpoint one player. But mm. Well, all right, let me take it back to yesterday, which was Monday the... Second? Monday the second. Monday, wow. I oh, know, it's crazy. <laughs> this week's going so slow or fast. Um... It's slow. It's slow. <laughs> so, so Monday 2nd, day number one, he doesn't turn up for training. What was your immediate reaction? And then the follow-up to that was when you woke up this morning mm. and seen that actually it's happened again. Yeah. Mm. Were you as angry this morning as you were yesterday or did you have time to process maybe mm. like the, the pros and the cons or, or why he's doing it as opposed to... Mm. Um, Wait, at first, did you even believe it? No, I didn't. I didn't believe it at first. I found it all very strange. I found it weird that there was a reporter there, first of all. Mm. It almost seems a bit set up to me, and that's why a lot of people are talking about his brother. He's being advised very, very poorly because I just don't think that's the steps you should be taking. I personally think Kane needs to speak up. Us as fans should just know where he stands. Put a statement out. Look at what Pereira's done from West Brom. Do something like that. That's the least you can do. At the end of the day, he's adored by Spurs fans. I adore him. He is a legend, whether we like that term or not. I personally would put him as a Spurs legend. I think he's definitely a Spurs legend. You know, he's an academy player. We've actually made him because Tim Sherwood gave him his opportunity in the Europa League. Then he gave him his opportunity in the Premier League. And then he kicked on from there. He got an opportunity at Tottenham. So to go about it in this manner... It's unacceptable. And to do it again today, to be honest, Marcus made me even more angry. And it's made me, yeah, just surprised. Just surprised. So I guess the the, the natural question mm. is where do we go from here? Mm, or or actually not we because we're out, like Mark said, we're outsiders. Where do you as a supporter mm. and where do Spurs go from here? Do you know what? It's such a tricky situation because this isn't an easy situation for Kane because he should know Daniel Levy's not going to accept a low fee for Harry Kane. But I think Kane is doing this to almost put pressure on Levy. And I am starting to think, because Mark said it earlier in the group, we may actually have to drop our price because I don't think that, it's that good. That was me. Was that you? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Saying, you don't... let me just get the credit for that one. No, just no, no. 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 A lot you of... get a lot of credit for a lot of things. <laughs> there's a lot of negative press, and I don't think it's good for the dressing room. Players are going to be around all of this, and it's not healthy. And I've said it so many times before, haven't I, boys? Like, if a player don't want to be here, yeah. I think you should leave. Mm-hmm. And the fact you're not turning up for training, if he does end up staying, is he really going to be at that level? I don't think so. I mean, you don't know. You can't. I really don't. I don't see it. You can't speculate. He's like, going to begrudge the club so much and Daniel Levy that 
he hasn't been allowed to leave. But I'm sorry, I've said it before. He signed that long contract, as unfortunate as it is. You've got three years left on it. City need to cough up the cash. Have your beef with City, if anything, for not paying the money that they should pay to get you at the club. Mm. I mean, uh, we don't know what goes on like we behind don't. the scenes in we terms don't. of like if Levy may have said to Man City, like, Kane's not for sale. Well, apparently they did make a bid for 100 million yeah. and Levy's rejected it. But yeah, so in that conversation, mm. Levy could have turned around and said, don't come back for Kane, he's not for sale. Mm. And then Kane's like, well, we had, an, we had an agreement Yeah, that you would at least negotiate. And that's true. And this is why I think the root cause of the problem is Daniel Levy. Like people going for Kane, look, as much as I think his behaviour is unacceptable, to start tarnishing his name and calling him all these awful names, it's, it's not on. Like, give the guy a bit of... If, if, if you were in Levy's position... Yeah. Oh, God. I, and, I and tell and you, Harry if I was in his position, <laughs> do you want to ask me that question? <laughs> no, wait, wait, listen. If you were in Levy's position and come the end of the season, yeah. Harry Kane came to you and said, look, I've given you everything I can um, all these years, blah, blah, blah. I, I want to leave. Yeah. What would you have said? I'd say, yeah, that's great, but you're only leaving if a reasonable fee comes in. Cool. So let's presume that Daniel Levy didn't say that and he said yep we'll work on a move mm. for you yeah but what you've said is more upfront and said if mm. we can get a reasonable fee mm. then we'll let you go but i i from what it seems why would kane not turn up to yeah training? that's the thing and that's why there's definitely more to this and that's why i can't get too angry as well because we don't know because if he has done that kane is well within his rights to not turn up and kick up a fuss because that's that's again it's not e it's not even in kane well, I didn't think it was in Kane's. It's not at all, is yeah, it? Yeah, very in, bizarre. In his nature mm. to not turn up. But like that's why I don't. I think his brother. He, he's a terrible agent. Like he's only got Harry Kane on his books, right? And I don't think he's an experienced agent. He's in his ear personally. That's what I think. And he's well, an Arsenal fan, so well, we've him. seen it millions and millions of times. Ronaldinho's brother was his agent, mm -hmm. um, and countless others. Mm. And uh, ours brothers his agent and and so on and so forth. Yeah, it it can go one of two ways. That one. But what do you guys think about it? Like genuinely, can you understand why Spurs fans are a bit upset? Because some rival fans on Twitter, I was arguing with a couple of Chelsea fans. They were saying, "Oh, you know what? Good for him." And Rio Ferdinand's even said it because he was um, spatting with Jamie Carragher. Jamie Carragher thinks yeah. it's out of order of him to not turn up. And Rio's like, you know what, good for him. He wants to leave trophies. This is what he has to do. But what do you guys think? Like, imagine if an Abamyang did that, or maybe not Abamyang, someone that. I mean, you don't even have to go that far. Like, how would you feel? Alexis Sanchez isn't even like raised at our club, mm. and I was pissed off that he was like yeah, yeah, yeah. throwing tantrums on the field, yeah. like throwing his gloves out and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I forgot about Sanchez. Stuff, stuff like that. It's gonna get you. It's gonna get on your nerves because. Mm. As a supporter, you love this club. You want the club to be at its best shape to compete and whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you see players do that. And it's exactly what you said. If you don't want to play for my club, leave. Mm. Go. Uh, so, it, But it is a bit trickier when, as you, as you pointedly said before, <laughs> that Harry Kane was raised and given an opportunity by Spurs. Mm. But I'd, I can't lie, I'd be disappointed. Yeah, I'd, I be, I'd be really like upset. Mm. You really would be, but especially it must be frustrating because season starts in a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, That's like the worst thing. Um, <laughs> see, well, so yeah, season starts in a week oh. and a half. It looks like um, I know Daniel Levy's being 
stush and he's being you know he's he's handling business how he handles business fair enough that's what he does he's a businessman uh he run he's been doing this for a long long time but if i'm him i'm thinking i've got to get this sorted within the next week because we need to bring in replacements of ample quality i don't i think we mentioned this was it last week um where we said it shouldn't be a gareth bell thing where you bring in seven eight players to replace Mm -hmm. one player you need to bring in two quality quality players to replace this guy um, and if you're not putting in that groundwork now because you think he's going to stay and he does end up leaving, then then what for Spurs at that yeah, point? I agree. And that's why I tweeted it today. It's paramount we get a backup if Kane is staying. Like, we can't just have Kane because I genuinely don't think he will be at that level. I know you guys disagree. I don't think he's going to be motivated. But regardless, we need a backup anyway. But we are I don't know. It's World Cup. Um, yeah. It's the World Cup it's World season. Cup. And, and yeah. Sorry, Mark. I didn't mean to cut you off. But... Uh, I just I just can't see someone of Harry Kane's level of professionalism. I know yeah, skipping Bob, look training. Look what he's doing. But but s- stepping on the pitch is different. I know. Especially when you're a player like Harry Kane who loves to score goals, loves yeah. to assist. I can't see him. But imagine like I I just wonder, you know, football players are human. How is teammates going to feel? They're going to feel yeah. away that connection that he might have with Son who's just signed a new contract might be looking at you thinking you don't even want to be here i don't want to play with you if you don't want to be here mm. some some of them might some of them might understand it I know, might. I know they're at spurs and they've got high ambitions and every single one of that spurs squad will be mm. thinking please don't go they'll, be, they'll probably be thinking that Sorry. silently because he's your best player mm. um yeah. if Lloris wasn't there he'd be your club captain mm-hmm. um it's not he's not the type of player you want to see leave your club but i'm sure i'm sure players who have been there for a long time um, like Son, I think he'd understand. Yeah, and I know, and Son Son has dedicated himself to Spurs. He just signed a new deal. Yeah, he did. Am I yeah. correct? He just signed a new yeah. deal, so Son's commitment is there. And I don't think, I don't know. It, it's a tricky one. It, it is, is a tricky one. I think they'll understand, but I think at the same time they'll be a bit disappointed in mm. him. But, but we are apparently looking at this. Look, I'm really sorry. I'm gonna Vlahovic. the, Florin, the Florentina striker. Yeah, Fiorentina. Flor, Florentina. Fiorentina. Okay, what Junior? <laughs> what Junior said, guys. <laughs> We're looking at him, but apparently he's 50 million. I can't see us paying that money. And that's another thing as well that comes with the price tag of Harry Kane. Other mm. clubs will know that you have money, and mm. so well, there's rumors. Are we spending the money because? I, I don't know if we'll get into it later, but we've confirmed the signing now of Romero. Obviously, I have to see the shirt to fully believe it. <laughs> but that's like a f- nearly 50 million. Where's that money come from? I don't yeah. know if it's in installments. It probably is. But pe- there is people are suggesting, how are we already spending the K money? But yeah. I don't know. It's 50 know. million euros plus 5 million added on, right? Okay, there you go, yeah. Uh, yeah. Euros, again, I don't know what it is in pounds. Listen, I just saw here we go. I wasn't looking at the price. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, fair enough. But, but just quickly, that, oh. just very what that, that what that doesn't do that signing is a really really good signing. Oh, it doesn't improve us, yeah. It because <laughs> because you've it replaces the quality that you had. Yeah, definitely in in mm-hmm. out of the world. Um, obviously, Vertonghen's anyway. gone, um, <laughs> and he's a lot better than Dyer and Sanchez. A lot, better. a lot better. But but they're still here. Did did you only go and sign him because? Out of world left. So are you just are you a club now a who who looks to just sign players when you're replacing someone? Yeah. Or are you a club who signs players to strengthen no, and also keep holding your best players? The former mark. Definitely. But also Tanya made a good point in the group chat that she um 
you said it last night, the Romero thing is a, just a distraction from the whole Kane Oh, no, circus. absolutely, absolutely. I know this club too well. But with Romero, I think it's a great signing, but I don't want him partnered with a Dyer or a Sanchez. So I'm hearing Sanchez is next out. But Rodon? Rodon, yeah, Rodon impressed me at the Euros. I, I've spoken to a lot of Spurs fans and a lot of them don't rate him, which I'm really surprised about. But y- y- you can't really... It's one thing like... You having an opinion, watching the game, and then yeah. talking to a lot of people and taking their opinions. That's all good, but I would always say, uh, take it with a pinch of salt and yeah. like trust your gut. Like, Don't yeah. just blindly follow what everyone else... Like, If we listen to Abdi, we'd hate <laughs> Tillemans, we'd hate De Bruyne, we'd hate Mbappe. No, but what I'm saying is, I'm hoping Sanchez is next. We have an interest in him, apparently, but... The problem with we have, and not just us, even Arsenal, it's very hard to get rid of players at the yeah. moment. It's especially the Deadwood. Yeah. And I know Levy, he's going to probably demand 40 million or 30. Sanchez is not worth that. Listen, take 20 million. Take it and just go. Cut our losses. Because it's because you spent 30, 30 odd million on I think Sanchez. it was more than that. It's about 40 something million. Rah. Which is just a madness. But when we signed him from Ajax, like, yeah, he, was, he, was the next he was meant thing. to be the next best thing. Yeah, yeah. Which this Romero, listen, I've heard good things, but you know, I'm going to listen to what Junior has once said. We don't know what he's going to be like in the league. Mm. So we'll have to see, but it's still a good signing, but it's all a distraction as I always No, nah, but I think At- Atalanta were like, is that? Yeah, Atalanta were big in Serie A last season. But it makes sense why the deal took so long because they wanted to get a replacement in. So I yeah. think they're going to get Demer- yeah, Demoral or Demoral, whatever. Yeah. So from yeah. UV, yeah. Uh, let's move on from Spurs. Yeah, please. Oh my God, guys, I was paid for. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, moving on, just just uh, down the road uh, to the rivals, Arsenal, uh, confirmed finally the signing of, of Ben White mm-hmm. from Brighton for 50 million. Um and then the biggest U-turn of the summer, I guess. Uh, Shaka, Don't say it. from um, signing for Roma has now put pen to paper on a four-year contract. Oh, are you joking? Four years you've given him? Uh, yeah. No, I'm so, no, <laughs> I don't do know what else to say. No, do you know what? All jokes aside, I actually feel sorry for Arsenal fans. That is an absolute joke. Mm. This guy, I know I said he had a decent-ish season but have we not said he's is it the most mistakes leading to goals yeah so I, yeah so why are you giving yeah. this guy another four years and i'm sorry he disrespected the arsenal fans by throwing his what did he do throw his shirt through the captain well, armband they, and then he, oh. let's be honest and i'm not here to to but you know they disrespected him as well in terms of yeah, booing um, him. yeah okay. so Fair it's, enough. it's um that was a reaction a provoked reaction but there was a whole but I, he I, shouldn't I, have reacted he, that should, yeah, he, he shouldn't have reacted that way that. yeah um I was gonna, I was gonna ask you something, but I've, I've. Wait, oh, who? Sorry. Me or? Oh, me. Yeah, oh. but I've, I've <laughs> he just. Looked at me though. I fully, <laughs> for, I've fully forgotten. Um, uh, so we'll come about Shaka's new contract. I wasn't even gonna ask you something, but you remind oh. me what I was gonna say. So <laughs> no, no, because Tanya, you was talking about um, the bad side of Granit Shaka, but there is a good side. No, there is. Um, there actually is. I remember watching the. France Switzerland knockout game and in the Euros, incredible. and he was I'll, very good I've got to be honest, he was the best player on the pitch. Him and Paul Pogba in that particular game were the two mm-hmm. best players on the pitch. So yeah. with Granit Xhaka, that's the annoying thing, I guess, from an Arsenal fan perspective. You just don't know what Xhaka you're going to get on any given day. But you yeah. don't want a player like that. And that well, that's not the type forward. of that isn't isn't the type of player that you want, particularly if you're trying to build momentum in a season where, let's be honest, um, we've had. 
we've got clubs, seven clubs, I'd say, with a chance of making the top four this season. And yeah. at some point in the season, those clubs are going to have to put win, win runs together of six or seven wins on the trot. And I'm talking about any club who's serious about getting in the top four because it's going to be so competitive this year. Yeah, it is. And I just feel like with a player like Xhaka in the Arsenal team, where... Like mm-hmm. I said a second ago, you don't know which Shaka's turning up on a day. It could be this world-class Shaka that dominated France in a Euros knockout game. Or it could be the Shaka <laughs> that throws his captain's armband on the floor and sulks. You don't know what Shaka you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And when you need to be putting five, six wins together on the bounce to really build some momentum and get points on the board, I don't know. But Junior, what, did, what, like, what would you yeah, say Yeah, what do that? you think, Junior? I mean, I was, really ha- I was so gassed when he was going to leave. Um, <laughs> I no, don't think I've ever seen you and Abdi smile were as much. Celebrating. No, honestly, I I was genuinely so excited because Shaka, like Mark said, he comes with great games in him. The France one is an example, but he comes with this absolute like reckless moment just waiting to happen where he'll strangle a Burnley player, <laughs> or he'll assist Chris Wood, or he'll. You know, I, I don't know. He's, he, he just comes with a reckless moment in, mm. in him. It's like it's like a bug <laughs> that you just can't. There's no updates. There's no software updates <laughs> that you can just like debug this guy. Um, he did have good moments last season, um, particularly when defensive responsibility is kind of taken away from him. So like mm. when he drops into left, like so when he plays alongside Partey and then, for example, Tierney bombs forward and he drops into left back, that takes away a lot of defensive responsibility in the middle of the park where he is more likely to be volatile and Mm -hmm. cause a moment of madness. I don't know. He scored at the weekend against Chelsea. Yeah, he did. He he grabbed the badge and stuff. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Um, (laughs) We spoke about this game earlier. Brentford away Friday night, not this Friday, the following Friday. Does Xhaka start for you? Well, now Partey's injured, he has to. Yeah, he's going to miss the start right. of the season, isn't it? Let me reframe that question, because right. that's, that's an un- that's really unfortunate injury blow. to pick up um, yep. just before the season starts. So let me rephrase that. Everyone's fit and available. Does Xhaka, this is your personal opinion, does he, does he start for Arsenal? Well, our, our current midfield options are pretty weak. Um, is it El Nenny? Listen, is El Nenny. So it's Partey, Xhaka, El Nenny, Lokonga, uh, Joe Willock okay. and Aziz, who's a youngster. But right. I think Ilneni needs to go and we need to make a decision on Joe Willock. But if, you know what, I would take a punt on the first game of the season and I'd play, if everyone was fit, Partey and Lokonga. Yeah. That's who I would go with. But Partey's do in. You, do you think, and now I, I ask this as someone who hasn't seen Lokonga, I'm not, Coming like some Lakonga expert, but <laughs> I know he, I know he's a bit of a midfield enforcer, um, and he can do that dirty work in there. Mm. He's more of like, he he's more of like a deep lying, like passing type. Okay. So, so similar to Jaka in that sense. Yeah. Jaka can do that dirty work also. It's just with Jaka, you don't know if the dirty work's going to get him a red or not. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you see um do you see Partey and Lakonga as similar players and would you want a bit more variety in a two-man midfield yes to the more variety which is why you know obviously like Locatelli is not happening um but someone like Bruno 
uh, Guimarães who plays um, for Brazil and Leon or even our just provide something more dynamic. Mm. Um, to be, to like be honest, I think we miss Ramsey. You've never replaced him. No, it's not about missing him. He, he went and who yeah. did you sign to replace him? No one. No one. There you go. <laughs> Uh, I, th- I think I think Smith Rowe is a very viable option for you in midfield, but as, as if you play a three man midfield as a ten, I, I could see him in an eight role, similar to where Coutinho used to drop in for Liverpool. I can mm. really see him in that kind of advanced eight role. But then would with you have players like Partey and Lokonga sitting in behind okay. him? Because that was my question: Would you have to? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. If I was setting Arsenal up, honestly, I'd have Smith Rowe in the midfield. I'd have Pepe on the right. Um, and I'm completely honest with you. I don't know who I'd have up top on on the left. It, probably Lacazette and Aubameyang. But I will say this though. Actually, you mentioned Pepe. I think he's gonna have a good season because he looked quite sharp towards the end of the mm. season. Yeah. Sorry, do you know what? I'm forgetting about um, Saka. Saka, yeah, yeah, um, and Saka. So I, I mean, you, you, really, you take you would take well, and, and Martinelli. You, you tell you tell me, yeah. Junior, who. Because I'm hearing Pepe's had a pre- decent preseason, and I'm he hearing Aubameyang's having a really stinky one. Oh, yeah. my days. oh god! So is, is, it, is it for you? All right, let me yeah, ask you this on, one on. question, and then I want to hear about your and Abdi's conversation. Abdi's <laughs> dropped some comments in the is chat. Is it by for the way. you? <laughs> is it for you? <laughs> is it? Is it take Lacazette and Aubameyang out of that team because I want to see Saka on the on the right or the left, Pepe on on either side, and then. Whoever it may be, or is it play them both and play one of Pepe and Saka? Hey Martinelli, man, I'm telling yeah. you, no, 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 but Martinelli's guy. at the Olympics, so he will have yeah. once that's done. Yeah. He won't be ready in time for Brentford or your yeah, first cup. No, but when October. he is, I'd play him. Real talk, I would. I, I, I'm I'm open to the, the these possibilities. Listen, um, me and Abdi had an argument here. Remember, <laughs> you might you guys might remember. When do you guys not argue? No, Did okay, fine. We had a heated discussion. Is that better? Okay, heated discussion. Yeah, we had a heated discussion about Aubameyang. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was whilst we were still on Zoom. Wait, so was you criticising him and he wasn't, right? Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. I was saying that, I remember, yeah. that Aubameyang had a stinky season and he yeah. was trying to say it's not his fault. But yeah, I'm yeah. I'm saying like the chances that Aubameyang misses, it kind of has to be his fault. Mm. But if you look at pre-season, he had two glorious chances against Chelsea and he missed them. Oh, both. okay. So I'm scared that this is no longer uh, something that just happened every other game, like once in a while where he misses, he has a bad game and he misses. And I'm worried that the pattern is that he's missing more and more. Mm, But why is that? What's happened to him? I I just don't get how overnight you can be a player that's so prolific. Prolific. That's the word, right? Right. (laughs) Thanks, boys. And to now not not score easy chances, mm. yeah. I don't understand. At the start of the season, at the start of last season, I was more like concerned that we weren't creating any chances. Yeah, that was a. Big but once thing the chances started to come, and yeah. Aubameyang was still not scoring or even getting into position, that started to mm. worry me because Aubameyang he thrives off though like the movement off the back of a defender mm. and then getting the goal. He is a high chance striker, which means he needs loads of chances to, to, to score a couple of goals. But it's the type of chances that he's missing that is worrying for me. And then Lacazette as well. And then Lacazette is just a twerker. Like, <laughs> so do you think really you could do with some improvement? Yeah, so like we've been linked with Lautaro Martinez. Yeah, uh, I've Inter heard Milan. about... Yeah, that's a good... Oh, if you get him, I've heard very good things. I Listen, 
I'm not opposed to your idea, which yeah, is playing Martinelli, Martinelli up top. Um, but if we got someone like Lautaro Martinez, I think that would be... Um, but how much he, is he, he worth? Well, Inter need the money. Yeah. And they want to keep Lukaku. So mm. he'll cost less than Lukaku, but it's still a, a heavy... He's at a perfect... He's 23. Yeah. Um, he's proven well. goal scorer in, you know, top Italian league and the Champions League. Yeah. I think he'd be a really, you really good signing. you got hope Chelsea don't get Lukaku then. No, uh, Inter are desperate to keep him. And our only competition that. for Martinez is Liverpool. Yeah, I, I think you would have more of a vested interest. And I think yeah. we're just he kind of looking from future. the outside, if that makes okay. much sense. As it progresses. As it progresses, we see what happens. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm a believer of having your business done before the season starts. Always I have been, always will. Exactly the same. And it just... We've got a couple of players that we're still trying to get rid of. Divock Origi. It's um, difficult. No it's one so knows hard. what's happening with Shakiri. You know, Lazio were in for him. Then they're not. Oh, but they're back. No one really knows what's happening. Yeah. And it's like, these aren't the types of players that you should be loaning out anymore. Mm. Sell them. Sell them. You know, while, while, they're, while you can still get an appropriate fee for them. Get them gone. Because for us, it looks like, and it has been this way for the past two, three years, we have to wait to sell players. Yeah, that's before like we can buy it. We've made one signing this summer and if we don't sell anyone else, I don't know, I can't see us bringing anyone else in. Okay. Mm. And that to me is just like, come yeah, on, we, come on, we won, we won the Champions League we spent five million that summer on um, a, a Dutch defender who's oh. on loan at Preston. Um, we signed Adrian on a free and then, you know, we won the league. Oh. We didn't really sign and much. Signed the left back. Um, we signed yeah. Simicast for 12, 12 13 million, um, who's looked good this preseason, to be fair to him. Thiago. Thiago for 20 odd million. But yeah. since Virgil and Allison, we haven't made that big money signing. Big, yeah, and you got to think that was up. We only made those signings off the back of a big Coutinho fee. Yeah, and so then now COVID it's like, doesn't help as well. COVID doesn't help. So now the worry is, and it, everyone will share this sentiment, is there's just no money. Yeah. yeah. For. for a, for us to buy players, and B, for other clubs who would usually snap up our fringe players. Yep. That's not happening either. Well, Difficult me, market. Brings me back to the following point. So, Lautaro Martinez would be a, a brilliant signing, and I would welcome that, because it's something more dynamic and different than Aubameyang and Lacazette. Um, I wouldn't even be opposed to, to giving Balogun a, a, a try in, in a couple oh, of games. Yeah, mm. yeah we... Um, Harvey Elliott is, is staying um, and he'll be in the squad this season. So I'm really excited to watch him kind of kick on. Good season last season at Blackburn. Still only 18. Um, and I like a left-footed player, man. We don't get many of those. Um, obviously, we've got Shaq, but chances are he'll be gone by the time the window's closed. Um, and I just really like Harvey Elliott's style of play. So I just went on to that tangent when you mentioned <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, but my, my next point is some news that came out today, and I don't know if you guys have seen it. An Arsenal reporter, uh, who is very reliable, said that Arsenal are in negotiations with Leicester for James Madison yeah, for a swap deal. I did see that. Um, with who, though? So <laughs> it could be uh, Nelson, uh, Ainsley Maitland-Niles, who um, Leicester have wanted previously. Um Nelson, so recent, so what? I don't know. If because I mean, I've I've been reading but before. Plus money. Plus, it, okay. well, it would have to be fifty million, surely, yeah, yeah. plus one plus of those money. players. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, each. Oh, okay. of, I'd say, is it fair to say they're both worth about twenty million? 
I'd maybe say Reese is probably less less, and Maitland Niles is a bit more because yeah. of his versatility. Yeah, and yeah. He's actually I played think Maitland loads of games. Niles, I wouldn't. Uh, Reese Nelson, I don't think they'd. I don't know. He's a winger, um, and they have changed their formation to four four mm. two. So mm. it is something that Le- might you know, interest them. <laughs> Leicester are due a winger, man. These men have been bringing on Albrighton in the seventieth yeah. minute for the past. Yeah. Who has eight just years signed straight. a new contract, three year deal? <laughs> oh my god, you're joking! But the interesting thing about the Madison thing, and I'm on my knees. <laughs> That's no. what I've been saying the past three, four weeks. About uh, I'm on my knees. Obviously, I'm not holding my breath because Arsenal are the kings of like just leading us on, as you might know what that feels like, Tans. Yeah. But um, that. That news this morning was, you know, soured a little bit by there is another Premier League club oh. interested as well. Who? Involved. I'm not sure, but it, it said that, you know, we were in negotiations, though it's a bit slow at the moment, and that there was another Premier League club. Who? Do you know? Do you want to know why that's so interesting? Who would that be? It, it wouldn't be. It would only be one of the quote unquote big six, because which other club in the league could sign James Madison from Leicester. What, do you think Spurs? No one's... No, well. I mean, I don't know, because you have the Harry Kane money. <laughs> well, yes, supposedly. It's, it's supposedly, yeah. supposedly. supposedly. Allegedly. It has Allegedly. to be one of the big six. Come on, it's not like teams like... Um, Aston Villa. Who can have Villa <laughs> yeah, or Palace or Everton. I mean, we could do is a play like Madison, but I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt it. Mm. Well, I don't know. That's that's the only thing that kind of sours it because, for example, but who I want to know who. No, but for example, <laughs> like let's say like Arsenal aren't in the position to go like you know what sixty seventy mil on Madison, yeah. give him here. Like us as well, likewise. But if Spurs did get, if Spurs did get one hundred sixty mil for Harry Kane, and you've just spent fifty, well forty five million, let's say on on Romero. You would have one hundred and ten odd million to yeah. spend to gen just go up to Leicester and go. You know what? Here's seventy. We'll take Madison. Hmm, I don't know. Madison's just not been on our radar though. That's but name but some some not. of these things just happen just like that. Just because like we were saying off it. I mean, we're after apparently Damsgaard. Fabrizio said yeah, that yeah. that's who we're looking at potentially. So I don't know if it's Tottenham. To but be honest. Mark mentioned something previously, like. Liverpool, he likes the signings that you wake up and they just happen, yeah, like the Fabinho be, one. Yeah. And you just don't know. Like, yeah. clubs don't share everything and sometimes no. some deals just go under the radar. Mm. Now, obviously, I would much rather him come to Arsenal. Oh, yeah. I think you need a player like him as well. Yeah. I wouldn't want you him do. to go to Spanish. <laughs> well, well <laughs> would you... Not happening, don't worry. When you say they need a player like him... What what type of player would you say Smith Rowe is? That's directed at Julia. Well, yeah, he's got the number 10 shirt, hasn't he? Yeah, no, that's a fair question because some would say if you bring in Madison, that might limit Smith Rowe's um, playing time. But Smith Rowe is a very versatile player. Last season, he played out on the left. I was just about, I I can really really? see him playing like, not as an out and out winger, but on that, you know, that left inside kind of. Yeah. 100% see him. And um, I think the way that, you know, uh, Saka, Odegaard and um, Smith Rowe played at, towards the end of the season where they were just kind of like interchanging and it was, that is good football for me. Like f- the fluidity, teams mm-hmm. don't really know. Like, for example, if you've got a man-to-man marker, like mm-hmm. manager, like maybe Roy Hodgson was, <laughs> and you're dragging players about, that mm-hmm. really yeah. stretches teams it and does, it creates yeah. um, holes in the defence and stuff. So... I don't mind seeing something like Saka, Madison, Smith Rowe. Yeah, 
decent. Because that, decent, I think yeah. that's going to create a lot of chances. And Madison is explosive in terms of he'll shoot from outside the box. Mm-hmm. And currently, we don't really have a player who mm. would do that. But um, what I would like to see if Madison was, and this is like me dreaming, if Madison did sign for Arsenal, would be to see his assists and his um, goals go up. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're. I, I watched. Um, I like Madison one of his interviews from after I can't remember which one it was, but he yeah, said he said that himself. That. He said that yeah. himself, um, and I like that in a football player. You know, just openly mm. self-aware um, to say like I, I believe I'm playing well, but actually I should be getting more goals and more assists, and I'm going to put pressure on myself to do that. That's the type of player that I like. Yeah. Someone who who embraces mm. the pressure rather than um, you know kind of shifts it to the side and just yeah. gets on with their ma- pr- uh, post-match interview. Doesn't really speak about themselves. I I think James Madison will be a very 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 good signing. Yeah. I don't know about the timing though. If I'm him, I, you know, you've got a cup to defend. Um, you've yeah. got a Euro- Europa League campaign to head on into. Can I ask you a question just on the back of that then? If Leicester are changing their formation to four four two, where as James Madison do you see yourself fitting in? I don't think they're changing their formation. I think they're just. I think they're using that formation so. They have options going options, into the season. Yeah. I, I think, adapt, you know, yeah. Brendan Rodgers has always been quite stiff in, I mm-hmm. want to play 4-3-3. It's always been that way. It was it was the way at Liverpool. Um, I'm pretty sure it was the way at Swansea um, and when he was at Reading. And I think it's just about him, you know, he's got an abundance of strikers this season now, more than he's had in previous seasons with Vardy, Ian Nacho, um, Dakar. Um, and I think, I mean... Quite rightly as well, you want you probably want as many of them on the pitch as possible. But there'll be games where four four two is way too open. Like you're not yeah. gonna go you're not gonna go away to City and play four four two. You're not gonna go to Anfield and play four four two unless you're confident that we're gonna outplay this team. So I think that's more of a let's practice this in preseason, let's get comfortable with it, but we'll use it when we need to use it. And plus I think um James Madison could do a, a bit of a job in centre mid, particularly if you've got a player like Ndidi sitting in behind you. Yeah, I mean, he does have good um, interception and tackle stats for Leicester. Um, the report that I saw said that James Madison is interested. Yeah, he is. I've, I've seen that as that. well, yeah. yeah. So Which is a good thing. I, I, th- I think, um, I just think it, it, would be, it would be the statement signing that Arsenal haven't really made in years. And I know you signed Pepe for a lot of money, but this would be a different type of statement signing, I think, because mm-hmm. you're signing big... Um, in the league that he's well known in, in the league that you know he's really impressed in over the years, I can't remember the last time you bought big from a Premier, Premier league, league club, and I just think it would be a bit of a, a statement from it Arsenal to say, you know what, Ben White, Ben White, fifty M's, um, twenty three, really good centre back, young, got the best of his career ahead of him. I think it would be, I think that's a great signing, but you do need more, and I yeah, think that absolutely. I think a James Madison signing would be Arsenal saying, you know what. We mean business. We mean business. We, <laughs> yeah. we, you know, we've been we've been straddling for the lo- last few seasons. You know, seventh, eighth, and and I'm not like I'm not. This isn't a dig or anything, but you know, there have been cup wins that maybe have masked just yeah, how maybe. bad you've been. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's time if this happens, it's Arsenal saying, you know what, we're on yeah. the comeback. No, trail. I agree because he could be the difference for you. I'm not saying you get top four, but he will be the difference in you challenging and getting a lot closer to top four than. 
you would probably without him. Because you have to, okay, let's say in, a, in an ideal situation, we sign Martinez and Madison. Oh, that's a very good, already you look uh, so much but better. But apparently, because that's what we're doing, we're trying to chase both mm. of them at the same time. It's not, it doesn't sound like it's an either or situation. That just, it just, it immediately, it's two players who go straight into your 11. Yep. Immediately improve And you. we don't have midweek distractions. Yeah, yeah. That, that's something yeah. that people are massively overlooking, that you don't have um, the midweek games. When, that's going to benefit you When massively. we secured fourth for the first time um, in a good while, um, I think it was Klopp's first full season at Liverpool. He took over in October, halfway through the previous season. So when we got fourth place on the final day of the season, I think it was Middlesbrough. Yeah, um, that game still pains me. 3-0. Three, <laughs> three um we didn't have any European football that season. And since then, we haven't missed out on the Champions League. So... Oh, wow. Okay. So, can I ask you a question? Drop the mic. No, no. So, what I'm saying is that sometimes you mu- it's, it's, it's nice to have so a season where them, you can yeah. focus on the league. Oh, wait, yeah, focus on the league. Yeah. Um, you, you, you don't have midweek, Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday to worry about. Yeah. And it means, you know, you can kind of spread out your squad players in the... League Cups and yeah. the early rounds of the FA Cup. But you can really, really focus on the league... And like I said, when we were able to do that and we secured fourth place, yep. we've kicked on and we haven't looked back So since. can I ask you a question? Because mm-hmm. I, I, I think I know the answer to this and I think it might be Salah. But who did you sign after securing Champions League football for the first time in however long? Who, was, who were your sign-ins that summer? God, you're asking me to stretch back a long time. Because you already had Mane. That was the season that Mane ha- was Mane's first season. Am I wrong? Uh, so Mane scored at Emirates on yeah. his debut. Yeah, yeah. That was that season. Salah came the season after that. So the season you secured champion. So already you're start, like Salah obviously wasn't a high profile name at that point, but that's still someone you were able to attract. Mm-hmm. Even just I know I know this sounds silly, but even players like James Milner, who's won it all, out not the Champions League at the time, but he had won it all. Um, and he wanted to come to us. Um, and his sign is like that as well. It's not just the the players yeah. who. The players whose names ring a bell and make you think, oh, he's really going to improve them. It's, it's the, it's players like for me, and not everyone will agree with this, but players like James Milner wanting to come to your club as well at at the age he would have been what twenty eight, twenty nine. He's got one more big move left in his career, one trophy left to win, and he had the faith that he'd do it with us, and he did. Yeah. Um, and I think that sets precedent. You know, have have faith in the team that you're going to. I.e., the conversation we've just had about James Madison. Who knows if he were to move to Arsenal and you were to finish fourth this season, who knows how you'd kick on from then? Mad. Don't make me dream, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's I'm just speaking from experience because it's it's eerily similar to Yeah. To how I was feeling before when when we kinda had no we had no European football. I think it was the twenty fifteen, sixteen season. We had no European football whatsoever. And I was going into the season thinking we could use this as a positive and we should. Yeah. And we did. Yeah. So we'll see. But you had Klopp. Yeah, we had Klopp. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we'll, it's going to be an interesting one with Arsenal. I think Arsenal, I think you have to start well. I think yeah. the nature of Arsenal fans, not all Arsenal fans, but and it's the nature of football fans, not just Arsenal fans, but I think if you don't start off well against Brentford, i.e. win, Oh questions God. will be asked straight Arte- away. And I don't think that's good for the Arsenal team, I club. Mean, I think Listen, Arteta is getting sacked. I'm no, I, look, if... if so we've already, si- we've already signed Ben White. We've already signed Tavares and Lokonga. If we sign Madison and, and Martinez, 
if we have a bad start, I said to my friend, I think by November he's gone. So what if you don't because, sign them? But listen, but listen, we start off at Brentford, then we got Chelsea, then we got Man City, and then three yeah, games after we got Spurs. So yeah. it's gonna be hard Ooh, that's off the bat. <laughs> it's not gonna be oh, we dear. go in and we're gonna have you know, newly promoted teams, and then we're going to have the mid-table teams to just ease our season in. Not that that's easy in the Premier League, but wow. it already starts with Chelsea Man you City. You know what? If, if, if you do get in a situation where, let's say he loses the first four games, if if I'm Arsenal, I'd sack him. No, you and can't you lose the first four, ga- no, four games. No, go and get Conte. He's still there. He's still out there. Inter. What do you mean? He's left Inter. Oh, yeah, he has left He's Inter. He's a free agent. Oh. Yeah, Spurs were after him. Yeah, once upon a time. <laughs> I, just I still had follow a him on Instagram. But a brain fart. But, yeah, you know, yeah. he's still he's still available, so... Uh, no, I was still on the fact that Tanya said lo- lose the first four games, which is Brentford, <laughs> Chelsea, Man City and Norwich. I'm just saying if. If we lost to Brentford and Norwich, I would cry. <laughs> so, if. Arsenal, don't do that to me. Uh, but let's move on. Um, last week, we had... A couple questions um, that I had prepared for a moment like this, and it turned out that we didn't get time to to talk about them. Okay. But Copper Knighty, funny, funnily enough, asked one of the questions that I was going to ask you guys. Okay. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to say the question that I was going to ask, but read you some of the comments that they got. Okay. So one of the questions that I was going to ask you guys is, what's the one rule you would change in football. Whoa, what a... Yeah, it's a loaded question. Um, and here are some of the the responses and then we can talk about them okay. and then come up with our own. This should be interesting. So uh, so someone said, no referee or linesman, just vibes. <laughs> so remember, these th- people are going to say like... Right, that's, that's, really that, that, that's not football, that's just vibes ball. <laughs> you got to rename that that's one. Just Park football. Bro. Oh, it's up being UFC, bro. Like, what's going on here? Um, uh, uh, an Arsenal fan. Oh god, scrap it all. Life of an Arsenal fan. <laughs> I'll pick him up every uh, time. Uh, one person said, "All coaches have to be in full kit, like baseball." <laughs> Are people serious? Well, pads I, as thought, well. I thought this would be like proper. No, they gotta come out in shin pads and boots. Okay, now we go to the serious ones. Okay. okay, serious now. I just thought, you know. Um, Mic up the refs like rugby. Okay, yeah, like that one. one. Like that. Okay. Uh, Replace yellow card with penalties like in ice hockey. No. No, 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 no. That would be crazy. I I just think uh, there are already too many penalties. No, I don't mean like, I don't think he means like penalties, penalties. Like the person has to go sit on the bench for like five minutes. Oh, that is mm. interesting. Do you know what? But that's too. It, it's not. It's not a football. It's not yeah, a football we grew up on. Or no, man. Yeah. That will get too much. Yeah. I think. Okay. Because how many yellow cards do you get a game? What? What if someone on the pitch gets three yellow cards? What? There's three of them. No, off no, the no, pitch no. no. So it's still the same rules, but so you get one yellow card, you're off for five minutes. You get a second yellow card, you're off, sent off. That's true. But what? No, say you get three yellow cards in five oh, minutes. Yeah. Like. yeah, but that's the same in hockey. If if um a team gets into a fight and three men get yellow cards, they all have to get off. I don't think that would work, but I like I see it. But I mean, it yeah. happens in hockey, just as for context. Yeah, but hockey, the ref literally just lets them fight, and then just <laughs> and then and then will come in like after ten bangs have been thrown. <laughs> so, so I don't know how much we can right. compare that to. Next one, next one, I actually 
I had never thought about this. Okay. Ooh. And I actually think it's actually a good idea. Okay. Whether what it should be it? implemented or not is another question, but I think it's a good idea. No rebounds after penalties. The kick yes. Is, the kick is taken and the play is immediately stopped. A goal is given or if missed, saved or off target, the play is stopped. Well, I and thought it's a, they um, it's introduced that. Already. No, no, that was or keeper and line. Keeper coming yeah. off the line. Off the so line. this is basically like I if a player hit, like for example, if the keeper saves a penalty, the play is immediately stopped and it's a goal. Yeah, it's a goal I agree with that as well. Or, or, or a kick out. Or Mark's like shaking his head. Disagree. But I just disagree. It's part. It's, it's Harry, part of the game. Because if this was an actual rule, well, I know. Harry Kane wouldn't have scored mm -hmm. against Denmark. Because really, it is a bit unfair for the goalkeeper that. Essentially, the penalty taker gets another chance when he's actually saved it. It's a bit unfair. I really. know, but the, the ball's in play. That's like I think the if the, the ball's in play, and I think that's that's the be all and end all. It's like if someone rattles the crossbar from a free kick, we're we just gonna stop it, like stop the game yeah. and let no one go for the rebound. But to be fair, this is specifically about penalties. No, I hear that, mm. but I, no, for me, no. This one, I feel like it should be a thing. Okay. You said that just now. Because <laughs> you said that for everyone. No, no, I said the last one was an interesting one, but I don't know if it should be implemented. This one I find really interesting because I think it would make it quote unquote fairer. Okay. But I can see the cons to it. Penalties should be taken by the person who wins them. I like Whoa. that idea. I like that idea, man. Whoa. So it's just it's a oh it's a little bit, it's a bit out of the box. Whoa. But it's kinda like you know, it gives people a chance to score penalties who never. No, really I don't like that. I don't like that. No, no do, you, example, do you know how much I'd love to see like Joel Matip step up for a penalty? <laughs> no, no, you would not want to no, see that. No, because you know in Barcelona, oh, would be in your mouth. Big gangly legs just is. sprinting up to them. I would love that. <laughs> it would just <laughs> add a bit, it add a bit of a dimension, different dimension to it, man. Because you know in basketball, free throws, they are taken by the player who who wins them. So, for example. I don't know who the best free throw player is, but let's bring in LeBron James because he's the best. Let's assume that he's the best player. All right, go on. I've got one, by the way. So go then, on. like, LeBron James would take every free throw if a team got a free throw. But in basketball, it's whoever wins, whoever is fouled, takes the free throw. All right, so what about the person that makes the penalty, makes the foul, goes in goal? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Imagine. Why wow. not? It's a penalty, isn't it? No, Tanya, Who's the shortest <laughs> player in the league? Can you imagine that? So, uh, he's not in the league. Lucas Mora. Lucas Mora. I was going to say Insigne. He's literally. Well, Harvey like, Elliott. Harvey, well, Harvey well, Elliott. Shakiri. He's easy. <laughs> I'd pay good money to watch Shaq try and say <laughs> the penalty. But how funny would that be, <laughs> not though? Not Yeah, but no. I, I think winning the penalty is different than. I don't think you can just go, oh, it keeps, move. Why I, not? I, no, the keeper has to stay. Let's, let's do it. Nah, I, I'm more <laughs> in favour of this one than, than the keeper. The um the keeper change. Um, All right. Teams can call for the referee to check the monitor once pre-game a bit like tennis. So they have basically like one uh foul call or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, they've got like a... Because yeah. nope. in, in the NFL, um, they have a flag, uh, like coaches have a flag. And if they want to challenge a call... Yeah, I'd like that. So they, they get like a limit. So it's not yeah, like a, limit. a free like for all. tennis. They get three, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Not for me. I just feel like Cricket there's... um as well. There's already too, like, yeah. in, a, in a half of football, there's already too many, you know, stop and start, stop and start, stop and start. And I think more of that is not good for the game. Okay. Football's, football's a fast-paced game. Mm. And I think football should stay as fast-paced as possible. It's true. When you add too many things, it's just not the time for it, is there? Okay. 
this is the last one from this batch. Golden goal is much better and reasonable mm. than penalty shootouts. A what? Go oh, okay. So <laughs> ages ago, um, they came up with this rule about the golden goal. So they replaced extra time with golden goal. So you know in extra time currently mm -hmm. now, if a team scores, the other team has a, the rest of the time allotted to score an equalizer. Oh. Golden goal is the first team who scores wins. Oh, okay. So basically bringing that back. Yeah. And so saying like they, they play until they score, no penalties. Mm, I don't know about that one. That, this is the first one that's made me sit back and yeah, think no, like, mm, oh, about because I love penalties, but think about the energy in, yeah. a, in a golden <laughs> goal. Like you yeah. know that this game's going on until one of us scores. Yeah, it would on. just add an extra extra dimension to to that <laughs> the end of a game. But I don't know. I, I like a penalty shootout as well. Yeah, mm. I'm a bit I'm a bit on the fence. I'll be honest on that one because you could end up playing for like three hours. And yeah, no. And you've got a game at the weekend. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So now we've we've gone through those. What would be the rule that you would? Change? I'm surprised there weren't something in there about offside. I mean, you obviously can't get rid of it, but offside really annoys me. I mean, me. Wenger <laughs> did say that he he would get rid of offside. You know what? He's Pick up Vengar. No, no, no. He's, uh, get rid of it. he's <laughs> a criminal for that. Someone I lock get him rid up. Of it. Lock him up and throw away the keys. Get rid of offside. Why not, man? It's annoying, bro. <laughs> no, but Bearman would just hang, go hang. This, right, is, this, is, football. this is the right. rules of football. Do you know though, what they though, need to, to, to rechange, right? They need to take it back. You know when a player is offside and they do the flag up after they're offside? That needs to stop. Okay. Just put the flag up when they're offside. Do you know what? Finally, now that. You, Funnily enough, you mentioned that. That's one of the rules that has been officially changed ahead of next season. Oh, is it? So, oh, so if not, not to the extent that they just put <laughs> up the flag straight away, but you know, like, and it was so annoying. You know, last season it was a clear offside. Yeah, but they, that's they, they wouldn't have raised their flag because so just in case they score, and then we can go back and check it on VAR anyway. Now it is. Look, if it's a clear offside, flag it straight away. Yeah, that's and it. and they've implemented that. Um, I think it was. I can't remember who it was, um, which ref, but he came out and explained a couple of the rule changes for next season. So another example is where we aren't going to see the process for VAR. It's going to be like in the Euros where they just show you the finalised result. Uh, okay. So you don't ah. sit there for three minutes watching them draw lines. And oh, I they, don't know, but I like that. And like they're going to they're gonna use slightly <laughs> thicker lines as well to judge yeah. the offside. So it's not like toenail, no more toenail offsides yeah, as well. Yeah. So there are a few actually... Thicker um, lines, are a we few, lucky? Uh, no. A couple no, of improvements. No, but they did say though. that even in the thicker line, if there was a toenail, they wouldn't they wouldn't count the toenail. They'd just say oh, it's like So back to the back that. to the old days where it was slightly unfairly for defenders, but the benefit of the doubt kind of is back with the attackers yeah, now. It good. seems like yeah. going into this new season, which is which is only a positive thing because more goals means yeah. you know, more goals, more goals, better games of football. Um, so did you have any rule changes that you would like to? No, I, d I don't know, you know. Yeah. Like, like my mind's kind of... I know it's, it's a kind of out there question. It is an out there question. Cause have you got one? No, well, no. I did have one and then I I um I forgot because I was going to say I thought week. mine was a good idea, to be honest. What, no just offsides? For, no, just for banter. You know the player that gives away the foul for the penalty to go and go? That would be absolutely <laughs> But it would carnage. be fun, yeah. It would be brilliant that entertainment, be though. You'd pay to watch it, though. 
Yeah, I could. I would pay to watch it in. Jack <laughs> giving like away a penalty, then going in goal. No, cover. Because <laughs> usually he gives he a penalty away against Spurs, and it's usually against Son. So I would not like to see. But that. He might do better in goal. He likes. No, but I trust Son over Shago. Yeah, that's true. Um, a <laughs> next question I had um for you guys is: Do you think player wages are too high? Yes, I do. And why? They you can't just say yes, I do. You need to tell me why. <laughs> I mean, there's not a particular reason why. I just think sometimes players are overpaid. and No, is I it sometimes it or is it all the time? Sometimes. I just look at the Ozil situation. And I just think when players are that overpaid, I think you get a bit complacent. You get a bit comfortable. And it's almost like, okay, I've got my paycheck. I don't need to put in as much effort. So, okay, That's so how you can look at it. So what you're saying is players should be paid on their effort. Yeah, and their merit, yeah. I just don't, I don't personally agree with you signing a player and then paying them X amount a week straight away. Like so much money. Uh, imagine that. You, you better cover 20 kilometers this game or <laughs> you're not getting paid this week. No, but do you not think they get paid ridiculous no, amounts I, of money? I, I think, um, I think supply and demand is a real thing. So I think they get paid, um, they get paid what clubs can afford because clubs get paid astronomical money compared to what players are paid. Yeah. But, I do think players are paid too much money. I don't know. I don't even know if that makes sense. Me putting all of that into one sentence. Um, <laughs> I, I, think, I, I understand think you just kind of gave it context. I understand why players are paid what they are paid because the money in football is unbelievable. Yeah, it is. Um, but it's like it's like me saying to you, Tanya. Do you think Jeff Bezos is too highly paid? No, 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 no. Look at it like this, right? How much is a Bamiang on? About three hundred k a week, but wait, can I, can I say right? what? Can I say one thing? If you reduce that slightly to two hundred k, do you not think that money that you're paying him, all those wages, that could go towards a player? It could. Do you know but what I mean? No, but I then, but then, Aubameyang wouldn't be at Arsenal because someone else would offer him the money that Arsenal aren't. That's why wages okay. are yeah. so high. So yeah. one, so I remember now the rule that I wanted to implement. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, and I would do this across if I had the power across all leagues all over the world. I would introduce a cap. salary cap. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. That way, every club has a fair chance yeah, to... Yeah, that's um, absolutely fair. It's like, it's the same cap for everyone. Mm. Whereas in in Spain, I believe that it's your cap is the something compared to the income that you get in revenue and stuff mm. like that. So clubs like Barcelona and Real Madrid will always have an advantage over Levante or whatever. But for me, I feel like it would be a fairer way and players would mm. um, kind of almost be all equal in salary. But then do you think, so do you think clubs then should be paid less for TV rights and stuff? And, and, and then it, got, it, got, it opens up a whole new conversation that if clubs are playing payers less, why shouldn't clubs then actually earn less through sponsorship, TV deals, etc.? Because, you know, their outlay is now significantly less than it would have been without the salary cap. But I I would I would maybe argue that a lot of that money should be going to community projects. It should anyway, I mean, it should be it shouldn't it should be anyway, but that, I mean there could be a, easily be a scheme set up that says look 10% of this money is isn't not even in the conversation it's going straight down there. And I and I would even say that due to the money that as you rightly say that clubs get and now that they're paying less salary the tickets should be really low for fans. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. 
so I agree a, with that a, as a thing it would be, it'd be a, a salary cap and a, in like into it like mm. a, a ticket cap as well so that way because clubs like you said they not only do they get tv rights they get um sponsor deals and mm-hmm. they get all this other stuff and i think as a fan we are become and we saw it with the super league we're becoming more and more ostracized by the clubs that we support mm. oh wait can i so so you think players earn too much but you would like arsenal to go and spend 70 million on james madison yes yeah. <laughs> but, so it's, why it's why? a juxtaposition, but yeah. what I'm saying is my ideal world doesn't exist. Yeah. So whilst yeah. it doesn't exist, I want my club to be competitive. Yeah. That's the only <laughs> that's the only juxtaposition here um which, you know, I don't live in an ideal world where mm. Arsenal can pay a fair wage and also get players Mm. But I think club. Liverpool, they've got a fair um, wage system, don't you? You don't massively, massively overplay players. And I know you said sometimes you have to, but you don't always have to. I mean, Liverpool have altered their structure from yeah, how I don't it know the was previously, um, I was reading. Slightly, but it's not like where you might go to City and it's Kane signing, yeah. but you yeah, might like get 400K, like 400k, yeah. 400K I mean. of, which is ridiculous. And our, and our star players are on, literally would be on half that, yeah, 200k, half. and that's the cap. That might have to change in That's future like because yeah. there are clubs out there who are willing to offer double, mm. and it's like, why would you come to Liverpool on two hundred k a week when yeah, that was City or Chelsea are offering you three hundred and fifty k a week? And see, I agree. I agree with you. Yeah, I do and agree with that. But as well. less, I live in a realistic world where, when we did have a salary cap at Arsenal, we weren't bringing anyone in. Yeah, mm. and we and we we declined season after season. We declined. Mm. We weren't going to sign Ozil or Sanchez mm-hmm. if we didn't alter our cap. And we did, and we kept one of them, mm-hmm. rightly or wrongly. Then after came Aubameyang and so on and so forth. So ideally, salary cap, but I don't live in that world. Yeah. So is I there, want Arsenal to be competitive. But is there then a case to say, you know, these players are on <sighs> ridiculous 300, 300k a week, let's say, 1.2 million a month. Um, and they're taking you gotta then remember that actually about 40 percent of that is taxed is taxed yeah um oh yeah so is there is there an argument to say (laughs) that we've got we're attracting um very very talented footballers to come to this country paying them a lot of money but actually that they're now in england paying taxes that they wouldn't have been paying if we didn't offer those wages Mm, fair point i i hear what you're saying um, does anyone have Boris's number? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, all right. So next question is: um, We talked about transfer slightly in there, so let's let's bring it full full on to transfers. Player agents. Do you think um, we should get rid of the player agent fee or cap it? Because some player agents earn a lot of money mm. and hold clubs to ransom. How much can agent fees go up to? Uh, it's unlimited. Whatever you... Um, whatever clubs are willing to pay. Whatever. So like Mino Raiola, for example, the big boss of football agent, um, this guy has probably made over 100 million in transfer fees. I'm yeah. just I'm just guessing over the course of his career. <laughs> yeah. And then that's and what he's even, got loads of clients. He's got tons of clients. So for example, if Paul Pogba leaves United this summer, this guy oh, will probably... that guy. Okay, this guy will that. probably pocket like six, seven mil from that. Yep. Easy. I want to be a football agent because <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's basically you're brokering a deal. It's almost like um, 
What's that thing um, that people get who, like, if you sell something... Oh, commission. Commission. It's basically commission. Because mm-hmm. you're brokering a deal between a club and a and another club. But mm-hmm. it's basically you go into them like, oh, I could get you Paul Pogba. Are you interested? But your question is, should we get rid of it? Because it does kind of increase... Because I, I, if you didn't have that to worry about, yeah, it's an additional cost, isn't it? Because you know, like some of the, the fees that you see, it's like oh, forty-five plus five million or whatever. Sometimes the, that five million. There's all these weird fees mm. with transfers, yeah. isn't there? Like a part of that fifty million, f- for example, for Romero, will be agent fees. Mm-hmm. So a player potentially that's coming for like forty, forty-five million, whatever, it could have been actually four million. Uh, 40, 40 <laughs> four million. million. Fourteen <laughs> million. Fourteen million. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I'm with you on that one. Yes, yeah, so. scrap it still. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I get it, agents, w- earn, but I think it should be the player who pays the agent because you got me that move, not the club who plays the agent. Pays yeah, the agent. yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, that the, makes the, sense. The, the the player probably pays fees. Like yeah, I mean sure, but for a club for a club to be held ransom, like oh he's my player. I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't get where agents get off saying this is my player. If a club wants to buy the player from a different club, he should be able to buy the player <laughs> without the agent going. No, no, he's not going. Unless, unless you know, players sign to an agency that says you can't move without our blessing, or, or mm. they, they've got to be something written into these contracts because agents have. Um, this is like <laughs> what about you, by the way? Like I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like that. Th- this is um, we don't know what is written into those contracts when players sign up with agents. But you're right in saying agents have a lot of power in the in the modern football. Um, too much. Too much. Where, but and then again, it's like. As as with any avenue in life, I think if you work hard to get yourself somewhere, you reap your rewards. And there was nothing so. there was nothing stopping any of us five or ten years ago saying, I want to be a football agent. Oh, and yeah, putting I'm in the work now. to make that happen. <laughs> no, but I'm just it, yeah. it's a, a, it's easy for us to say agents should be should have less power in the game and, and should be like shouldn't be a thing and this and that. But they are. They're, they're here, they're around. It seems that like they're really within the cogs of football and they make their money. They make their money by well, doing it. And it's like... I don't know what they're doing. Shout out um, Charlie Kane. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's the thing. He's, I, I wouldn't really... He was probably brought into this world by having yeah. a brother who's a very, very successful footballer. Probably wouldn't have entered that world without Harry Kane becoming who he is. And probably Harry Kane only hired him to bless his brother. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, literally that. Yeah. I don't know. Though. What do you think about the the money that agents make and and whether it's it's fair when you look at life <laughs> when you because let's be honest, that's what we're comparing it to. You know, when when you look at big big footballers who earn these big wages, and then you look at agents who make four or five million commission off a deal, and you think, hold on, that's too easy. It's true, you know. But, you think what? what but is it too easy? It? Yeah. We haven't seen that journey. We haven't seen the journey yeah, that each I mean, individual has gone through. When, when the player is comfy at a club, what are they doing? And that's a genuine question. No, well, each, each agent, agent would have yeah. like they'd have like a portfolio of players. Yeah, they'd have so they like usually a bunch have of more than one. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. The, there is work. It is work. Yeah, we're not saying so. That, it's, it's, <laughs> so basically, what an agent does is he will, for example, he will look after a player. But what does that mean? Whatever the player. Whatever the a specific player's needs is, that agent will look after. What emotional so fr- support? It might be emotional support. Okay. But it'll be like it's like you having a manager. Okay, so it's kind of so like it's that. you saying like, um, I wanna. So for example, yeah, you're you're currently Twitter famous. 
Well, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> it's you going to your manager saying, now I want some brand deals. Oh. And your manager will go out and try okay. and secure those brand deals for you. Okay. So they're doing the work that you're going to pay them to do that work. Okay. So then they secure, let's say they go to Adidas and, for example, they get you a, a brand deal with Adidas. And they'll oh. say, Tans, we got this deal for you. Oh, Dad, you're going to get me dreaming now. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll earn from Adidas and you have to pay them. It, sometimes they do it like a percentage deal. So whatever you get, it's a percentage on top of that. But it might be, for example, if we bring it back to football, a player says, I want to, I want, let's say, I, I want to change my boots still. I want to uh, go on to Nike. Okay. I'm on Adidas right now. I want to go on to Nike. So that agent will go and get that done. Right. Mm -hmm. Another player might go, I'm not happy at my club. I'm not playing. I want to play. Or another player might go, I want to go to a bigger club. Oh, okay. So they are busybodies. Yeah, yeah, they are. And he, so, like, let's just a really good championship player. Um, just think of whoever you want to think of. Says to his agent, "I'm ready for that step up." Pereira, Pereira, yeah. for example. But I mean, he's just proved really proven himself in the prem anyway. But let's say, like, look, I wanna, I, I wanna make that move now. I'm, I'm ready for higher quality football, higher quality teammates, manager, bigger stadium bigger wages um mm, okay. and and you know that agent will go and sound out 20 different clubs okay, and then come yeah. back and say look wow. these eight clubs have got a con concrete interest in you mm -hmm. you know these six have got a bit of an interest but they're you know they don't have the funds at the moment and then it's kind of laying out all the options on the table and then yeah. following through with that player might then say you know what i like these three clubs yeah. oh this sounds go and have a go and have a chat with and, and but it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of business deals because then but they have to look at contracts. They have to look at the the you know nitty what? and gritty of it, of the detail, and then get the best deal. Because they say some of the best agents are the ones who get their player who might not be at that level. Mm. To a Do you know what? It would be really interesting to get an insight into the life of a football agent. So we'll talk about that later. Okay. Because I find it very interesting because I'm almost, I'm always thinking now, how do you actually get into it? Do you need to be because I, I assume like what if you've not been one before? Like how do you actually get into it? Is there like any particular qualifications that you need or I think there's loads of different ways to get into it. I don't think you need a qualification per se, but mm. I think one of the ways Look to get Look at me, I'm thinking, you know, I'm like, oh uh, uh, one of the ways to get into it is um who you know. So uh, there connections, are yeah, I there see. are a lot of people who are blessed with connections. So, mm. for example, if Mark is my friend and he knows I have a connection with, let's say, four or five clubs, he'll be like, bro, can you, I'll pay you mm. to try and get me into one of those clubs. Or and you I'll literally have a brother who's a footballer or a family member. That <laughs> so that's another avenue. Another avenue is, okay. is that, yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, so um, it is it's a really interesting conversation that we could probably learn a lot from by by speaking to someone in that world because there's probably yeah. a lot of things that go on that we, we are yeah, not aware of not a heart. lot of ins and outs of transfers that we have no idea because we're fans on the outside and we see that a fee was paid that the contract had to be signed that a player mm. wanted these kinds of you know conditions that there were add-ons by the club that mm. maybe a compensation fee had to be paid to their former club and all this and that crazy but I imagine there's a lot of madness that goes on. Yeah. Because that's why the transfer window is so crazy. That's why there are so many rumors. Because agents also put out rumors. 
Yeah. They'll be like they medal as well. That's the only thing. Yeah. So you, you've experienced it um, firsthand with with Charlie Kane. Do not mention his name, Charlie Lane. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I let's say uh, and uh, let's 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 talk about um, John Doe. John Doe is a football agent, mm-hmm. and he wants to get his um, client to Man City, but the club won't won't let him. Like um, the, the uh, John Doe's um, his client's current club, so he'll he'll he might put something out in the news saying that you know so and so club has offered, and then there's unrest, and then the club is like, mm. no, but you know it just moves a yeah. lot of things. A lot, a lot of stories that you see on social media from the likes of Fabrizio, um, forgotten his second name, Romano. Romano. <laughs> Um, and the like, you know, like um, quite reliable people. Most of that news probably comes from agent the leaks. Agents, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's because they're trying to, you so know. So why don't these agents just make Twitter accounts then? Or I suppose they can't. Because that's not perfect. That's not yeah. that you got to hold. You got to yeah. uphold a certain kind of professional. It's, it's, it's almost like it's a bluff. To to leak something is a bluff. It's 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 a it's a massive game of poker. Mm. That's what they're doing. So I'm gonna put this news out there to see how they react. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sounds fun. Like I said, I, I don't know about fun. It sounds stressful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it must be stressful, especially if um, you've got loads of clients. But I mean, I mean, as Mark said, Mino, what's his name? Mino Raiola. He's he's, he's living. Balling out. <laughs> he's and he, boy, he doesn't. It's not just he. Like he has like ten average clients. Like all of his clients, pretty much all of them are superstars or yeah. or in the making. Wow. Or just big. Big players, basically. He's probably the the when you think of football agents, he's the one you think of. He's the don. Big him up every time. No, no, do not. <laughs> no, no. He's and actually a waste man. There are a oh, lot of clubs out there that really dislike oh, him. Oh, okay. Don't take that back. Like take I think um, Mina Raiola has threatened Man United and said that <laughs> once Pod believes, <laughs> none of his clients will ever. Wow. Uh, join Man United. Serious? Oh, yeah, right now. And do you know who one of his clients are? Haaland, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, but they think they're getting Haaland because I saw something today. Well, Mina Raiola, fans, no, Mina Raiola has said once they Pope think believes, if Lukaku's going to Chelsea, they think right, and and came potentially to City. Haaland, there's a door open for him at United. I don't know. They have to deal with Mina Raiola. <laughs> Damn. Okay, that's See, so, in the work. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Football deals are stressful. Wow. It's not as easy as like, as you would say, like leave. You should pay the money. There's so oh much no, that goes with <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, that's it. Oh, I have um, a quiz for you guys. Oh, mm. God, we love a quiz. Well, it's not really a quiz. It's just more of a, like, who am I? All right. Oh, okay. Right. Guess who? Well, one each or, you, like, you putting us up against Can each other? Can we just play together, please? Yeah, we'll yeah, you yeah right, cool. <laughs> we as a team. No she worries. asked so politely. Oh, no. <laughs> Can we play together? Um, so what I'll do is I'll name three players to start with and then... You guys have a brainstorm, and then I'll, uh, there are two more players, and then just see how you go. Okay, Three go players on. that this mystery player has, has played, played with. with. Are you going to give us where they... No, no? Right. Not, not at first. If you're really struggling, I'll throw in okay. a couple of clubs. That's okay. So we'll start with um, Ross Barkley. God, okay. Cool, so you've got Chelsea, so he was Everton. Everton. Mm-hmm. Um, where else was he? I don't know. He was just on loan. Oh, yeah, Villa. Villa, cool. And he also played for his nation. 
England. Oh, England. Okay, all right. Thanks for giving us the clue, Junior. That's it. Um, I'm shutting up now. Uh, Dries Mertens. Wait, what? Is that a player? Dries Mertens. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. So that's Napoli and Italy. No. Can't think of where he was at before. Okay. Um, David Luiz. Okay, so he is. It is that the one right at up. Arsenal? You can't. You can't be Aston naming Villa? players who play for like nine clubs. <laughs> <laughs> David, David Luiz. Yeah, David Luiz. Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David, David Luiz. Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Arsenal. Did he um, that? I didn't think he was there when Luiz was there. PSG. Oh wait, we're talking about the player, <laughs> not Ross Barkley. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to give you the answer straight off oh, the bat. Well, right, so they're the first three players. Yeah, yeah okay, they're the first so three players. Ross Barkley, David Luiz, and that other guy that I don't know. So Dries Mertens, yeah. Is it? I would not have Jorginho. Oh, that's a good guess, but no, because I'm just thinking Chelsea, Italy at this point. Okay, I've got the Mertens with Italy. Okay, um, and then Louise Barkley. Can I just throw a span in your words? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dries Mertens is not Italian. Oh, he's Belgian. All right. Oh, okay. He's Belgian. Belgian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course he is. Um, I'm thinking of um Insigne. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So anyway, Napoli still stands. Is this someone that was in that is currently still in the Premier League? You like to tell us that or no? No, no, no. Because no, there's still one more that. player. There's still one more player I haven't given you. Oh, is it Lukaku? You said you were giving us five. Yeah, yeah. Is it Lukaku? It is Lukaku. Yay! Is it? Yes, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. So the last player was David De Gea, but I thought that was too bait. Hey, uh, oh, United. That's yeah. why I was, I was like, oh, wait, yeah, yeah, there was two more players. Yeah, oh, you was. got it in three. Yeah, oh, you yeah. smashed it. Okay, there's time for one more then. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's this go. Time, this one's a bit harder. Cool. This one's a bit harder, but it seems like I needed to up the level a bit because you guys got that really quickly. Wow. So, same rules apply three players and then two more. Okay. So, Owen Hargreaves. Okay, God, I don't like him. You're, going, that says what, you're going back into a different era now, yeah? Yeah, this is a different era. Cool, you're moving okay. mad. United and Bayern Munich, I can okay. think of, and England. Okay. Uh, Mauro Icardi. Okay. In our PSG Argentina. Oh, okay, Mark, this is all you. No, I'm just, just how we're getting a flavour of... Okay. Um, and just to throw a spanner in the works, Andreas Iniesta. Okay. Barca, Spain. So this player is someone they're who's played for Barcelona or Spain. Okay, guaranteed. So they're a big player then. Guaranteed, because Iniesta, Barca, born and bred. So it was Icardi. Iniesta. And Owen Hargreaves. Owen Hargreaves. You're moving mad. Why are <laughs> Owen What's Hargreaves? What's the other players then? Did you say you're going to give us more players? Yeah, two more. But only Wait, hold on. Let me, let's just try and connect you, some you dots guessed him, You guessed him three last time. I ain't got I think, right, it's either a Spanish player... Who's played for? Oh, I don't even know. Now, I can think of one Spanish player who played for Bayern. So I'm just going to say it, but they they weren't there together at the same time. Who? Javi Martinez. It's not Javi Martinez. Oh, I don't know. Okay, I, I'll give I you one know. more player, Sami Khedira. Yeah, that's German. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juventus. Wow. All right, this just got even more complicated. <laughs> I like how Mark, Mark's brain works. Like I can that, just see the gears moving. This <laughs> isn't my ear or so. Cool. So we've got Hargreaves, we've got you Icardi, we've got Do Iniesta. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, give us the fifth one. Olivier Giroud. Oh, okay. Oh! Olivier Giroud to Chelsea Arsenal. Surely you can't be including Milan in the Giroud one, right? No. Because, no. No. Right, yeah, he's cool. just signed for them, right? Okay, that, no, that would be crazy. <laughs> that would just be, yeah, that would. Um, <laughs> Iniesta. 
Uh, this is guaranteed someone who's played for Barca or Spain because Iniesta's only played for those two clubs. No, Iniesta's Has played in Japan. Ah. If you're giving us a don from the Japanese league, <laughs> we'll, we'll, actually, we will actually swing live on here. <laughs> oh, is it? No, but the, oh. <laughs> I, I kept wanting to right, say... Can I just have a... Yeah, did, has so he played in the J-League, this player that you're talking about? Yes. Oh, he actually has. <laughs> no, we're going to swing. Stand up now. Right, you get out. We're sending you out. This is my house. <laughs> so, we're sending you out on loan. So, you're, so, so, all right, just help. So, this the, the person in question played with Iniesta, not at Barca or with Spain, but in the J League. Yes, I can what? give you that. And that's it. I'm not giving you anything else because that's a massive clue to who this person is. Um, and, and I know them. And the rest of the players again. So, you've got Icardi. Icardi. You've got... Giroud, that's the Giroud, one that's throwing me. Kadira and Hargreaves. No, who's you the are bugging one? up. Yeah, you are, you're bugging out. He's bugging out. J-League. Up. So who's played in the J-League? <laughs> <laughs> oh. You're going to have to give us like a yeah. little, another little steer. Um, don't look at us like that. Like, you should know this. Don't, don't do that. No, I don't. I didn't say you should know this. Oh, okay. Uh, um, it is. It is difficult. The player played with one of the four left for their nation. Like so, uh, out of the four people left, so he played for their nation. Kadira, French, Germany, Icardi, Argentina. Yeah, Giroud's Giroud, French, French and Hargreaves, England. Yeah. Oh, he's not English. He could be. Any English players done the J League? <laughs> Listen, Hargreaves is out here in like the... J-League. Hargreaves is like... No, but you say he definitely played in the J-League, this player. Yeah. J-League and then internationally with Hargreaves Argentina. Hargreaves late 2000s. England. If that's what you were... Germany and... France. France. Oh, do you know what? I don't know. I'm yeah, I can't lie. I'm, I'm, I'm spun. Okay, do you give up? No, 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 no. No, no. Okay. no <laughs> give up, Randy. I, I want, want another clue. I want another clue. I want another clue. Oh, man. Come on. The I listeners are probably screaming... The name right now. How do I? How do I le- make this less bait? Listen, I said it last week. We we are in the off season, and so <laughs> yeah, is, this is our so, so are the brains. Yeah, this is our preseason. Um, I'm leaving it tomorrow. I got one already, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, don't I don't know how to make this not bait. Okay, uh, he played with Icardi at Inter. That's the last clue I'm giving you. So he's not Argentinian. Ninian. Argentinian. Cool, so he's not Argentinian. <laughs> so he's um, French. <laughs> French, English, or German, and played in the Japanese league with Iniesta, which was quite recent. Japanese Still league. now, even, isn't it? Uh, but you're you're looking at me like that, like I, I know, know. The, like I know the J League <laughs> off like the no, back of my I'm, hand. No, I'm agreeing with you. Like I'm, I'm, you're cool. on the right track. All right, so That's recent, recent, very recent J League, as in now. Or past couple of years, past played of with Icardi at Inter, and then played for either France, Germany, or England. Can't think of the last English player who played for England other than Ashley Young. Uh, played for Inter other than Ashley Young. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to rule out England the nationality. Am I right to do that? Okay, this is the last clue I'm giving you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So oh. he's German or French. That's it. I'm not talking um, anymore. German or French. Mark is rattled. <laughs> uh, can I ask you a question? Is he is he playing at the Olympics right now? I can't give you any more clues. Is it um, Gignac? No, it's not Gignac. Oh. That's a good guess. Yeah. 
That is a good guess. Um, no, oh, he's sorry. You know what? He's in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's in but Mexico. I like where I your brain went. I bet Abzi's listening right now. Yeah, he's, he's like, he's taking, oh, yeah. I cannot get it, guys. Yeah, he's so easy. <laughs> oh, he's so dumb, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adi, stay home next week, yeah? Don't come back, man. It's been, good, it's been a good pod. It's been a good pod. Nah, I, I feel like um, oh, I, I feel like I put yeah, we put people through some pain here. <laughs> All right, shall I just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I've played with Owen Hargreaves at Bayern Munich. I've played with Mauro Cardi at Inter. I've played with Andreas Iniesta at Vissel Kobe or whatever the name is. I've played with Sami Kadira for Germany. And I've played with Olivier Giroud oh, at stop. Arsenal. Lucas Podolski. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Podolski. Why did I not get Podolski, man? Yeah. Do you know what the worst thing is? I know Abdi knew that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Abdi. Abdi? Shh. <laughs> 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 Don't oh. say anything. All right, well, that wraps us up. Podolski, man. I had it in my mind, just not go there. No, don't worry, man. That wraps up. I can't even say it. We're done. We We're are done. done. <laughs> In the words of Abdi, I end this, man. In the shambles. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> now, thanks for listening. Subscribe where you need to subscribe. Follow where you need to follow. We'll be back next week with another exciting episode of We'll Talk About That Later. Peace. Boom. Woo! Sports Social Podcast Network.